the mission of any biodiversity portal is to collect, store, standardize, disseminate and provide computing resources to all people. Hello and welcome to the LifeWatch Eric podcast, A Window on Science. Today we continue this third season of interviews with organizations and individuals connected with the e-science infrastructure for biodiversity and ecosystem research. We're lucky indeed to have in the studio today Professor Paolo Borges, who leads the development of the Azorian Biodiversity Portal as part of Portobiota or LifeWatch Portugal. Hello, I'm Julian Kenny. A warm welcome to all our listeners. It's great to have your company as always. And good afternoon to you, Paulo. Hola. Hola. <laughs> uh, now, you're a busy man. You've been involved in island research for many years using as a model system the Macaronesian Islands and the Azores in particular. You've published 192 scientific articles in international journals, plus 20 more books as editor or author on the terrestrial biodiversity of the Azores and Madeira archipelagos, and 64 book chapters. You work closely with the IUCN, the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, and you teach at the University of the Azores. Do you ever stop? Do you ever get any time to sleep? <laughs> yes, uh, all scientists that uh, are committed to advancing science need to work many more hours than usual to, to get there and uh, be able to to put f projects forward, to guide students, to, to teach uh, and to do all the things that are needed to, to, be, to have a successful lab in science. Well, good on you. More of a vocation than a job. <laughs> Look, I was fascinated to see in one of the news stories on, um, from Portugal that stacking stones can harm biodiversity, something that tourists do, but it's bad for the environment? Uh, there is some uh, scientific evidences that indeed uh, when you change the, uh, the distribution of the stones in the habitat, you are also uh, impacting in the distribution of animals that rely on these stones to find um, a place to to hide uh, in uh, high temperatures because under stones there is better humidity conditions and therefore if you remove the stones from a place and pile them in another place you are impacting the the habitat of very small organisms like insects spiders acari colimbola and many other invertebrates that need these stones uh, dispersed in the landscape. Right, so we have to be more careful. Look, your speciality is the Azores, um, which is in the North Atlantic Ocean. What are the conditions out there? I understand it's a beautiful place. 
Azores are a, a semi-tropical uh, archipelago, a volcanic archipelago, like Hawaii, Galápagos. Uh, we are not so diverse in, in uh, animals and plants like Hawaii because Hawaii is a much older uh, archipelago. But uh, still, we have very interesting fauna and flora that uh, we are trying to uh, put uh, available for all the people, all the society, using a biodiversity portal, that is the Azores Bio Portal, that, as uh, you mentioned earlier, is a, a, a node of the Port Biota Portugal and LifeWatch Europe. So how does this um, biodiversity portal work? The mission of any biodiversity portal is to collect, store, standardize, disseminate and provide computing uh, resources to all people. Uh, and usually uh, to, to have that information, we need uh, strong academic uh, involvement with many researchers contributing uh, in collaboration with data. Uh, we also need uh, citizen scientists like uh, e-naturalists, for instance, uh, contributions. Um, and, of course, we need uh, public institutions that provide also data and uh, any kind of data to, to, our, to put in the portal and be available for everyone. The Azores Bioportal aims to promote research also uh, in the academic world and to uh, help Azorian uh, conservation managers to um, help them with data, real good data, to them to take decisions to, to conserve the nature protected areas. Uh, therefore, is a unique um, uh, infrastructure that... Uh, uh, provide uh, real good basic data, uh, distribution data, uh, to help people to take decisions, uh, to good photos to help uh, uh, people that like nature to identify organisms uh, they find in nature. Uh, therefore, it's a, a very important uh, um, biodiversity resource to many kinds of stakeholders. And are you finding um, definite trends in, in your monitoring of, of um, species distributions over time? Indeed, uh, um, uh, we are conducting in the Azores several long-term research studies, monitoring studies, and we are finding that, unfortunately, uh, there is some increase in invasive exotic organisms in the native forest uh, that are uh, impacting the quality of these uh, habitats and uh, putting in danger many native uh, species. Uh, this is, uh, we have a 10 year uh, long, um, uh, long time series uh, and this is probably a unique data set in island environments for insects and spiders. And we are proud to, to have such uh, investment. And then now we can inform the, the stakeholders uh, that are uh, responsible for natural protection in the Azores 
to them to take action and uh, improve the habitats of these species, removing invasive plants and improving planting more uh, endemic trees and improving the habitat for the insects, spiders and other small organisms. Okay, and do you have much success in uh, influencing decision makers and local politicians? Uh, indeed, uh, I had the uh, opportunity in, uh, several years ago, between 2012 and 2015, to be part of Azorian uh, Parliament. Azores is an autonomous region <laughs> from Portugal, and we have our, and I, I was there two years and uh, as an independent member of uh, Socialist Party. And I, I was able to to convince new investments for removing invasive plants, uh, uh, investing in uh, uh, different projects to plant endemic uh, plants. Therefore, uh, it was a good experience to interact with the real politicians and have uh, an impact on policy in conservation in the Azores. So to some extent, perhaps the Azores being, you know, archipelago islands um it's it's a protected area that you can actually come to terms with managing and organizing is this perhaps an example that you could take to the rest of the world and give you know guidelines on how to protect the biodiversity and yes we have uh, ab- we were able for instance to got uh, the first two life uh, projects in with invertebrates for the Azores. This could be a good um, example to researchers in other archipelagos to invest in uh, using, in addition to birds and plants, using invertebrates as um, good examples of organisms that can be used to uh, restore habitats to improve the conservation quality of uh, uh, island ecosystems. And I think we, we hope that in two, three years, when we achieve some of the goals of these life uh, projects, we can give some um, uh, new ideas and new inspiration uh, in some congresses by IUCN, uh, where we discuss strategies for conservation worldwide, uh, give the Azores, as we hope, that Azores could be a good example of how to protect uh, invertebrates in a small islands. Uh, we hope. Mm. Great. In, in a few years' time. And, the uh, of course, all the data you collect is then... Um, sort of compatible with other data available from other archipelagos around the world through, um, you know, Puerto Biota, through, you know, your uh, biodiversity portal and LifeWatch, Eric. Yes, we want to use Azores Bioportal uh, uh, within Puerto Biota and LifeWatch as a, a model system that can be replicated in other islands, archipelagos, uh, and we hope this could be an inspiration to our colleagues that have a lot of knowledge in specific island or archipelagos 
to uh, replicate our biodiversity portal with their species, photos, data. This could be a very uh, good uh, inspiration for uh, them, I hope. We love inspiration, and um, we could do with some of the current uh, COP27. <laughs> a lot of problems to be faced. <laughs> but look, you mentioned there the IUCN, and of course the the uh, well-known red list of, of threatened species. Um, have you are you reporting threatened species on the Azores? Yes, in the last uh, five years, we uh, were able to evaluate about. Um, uh, 250 endemic uh, arthropods by red leasing. And unfortunately, a large proportion is in danger, either critically endangered, endangered or vulnerable. Uh, around 60-70% have some level of uh, threat and endangerment. And um, we want to use now this historical data we are getting in the last years to keep monitoring these species and see if they are improving in their have uh, in their condition or not this uh, it was important to do this now because in 10 years time we can compare the mm. status of the species and see if the conditions are uh, better or not for them yeah which is the ultimate value of all these um, portals, a biodiversity portal for the Azores, because you can track over time, over longer time periods, you get a better picture of what's actually going on. Yes, people can go and see for each species what are their distribution 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and in future we can see what will happen uh, in a specific place if the species disappeared, if it's very well uh, established or not. It's very important to have this data uh, uh, available for everyone um, uh, and in this way to empower local and regional stakeholders by providing them with good historic baselines, quantitative estimates of biodiversity and ecosystem changes and uh, help them to, to take good decisions. Which is what we need worldwide. Look, um, Paolo, terrific talking to you. Um, I look forward to following, you know, developments in the in the reporting, the monitoring from the Azores. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to offer a big thank to my producer, Fabrizio Lecce, and, um, of course, to you, our faithful listeners, wherever you are. Please bear in mind that if you work in fields related to biodiversity or ecosystem research, uh, we'd love to hear with you, hear from you. Please get in touch. Visit our website, www.lifewatch.eu, and um, please recommend our podcasts to all your friends and family so that we can spread the word about the, you know, sometimes uplifting work being done in science through um, LifeWatch, Eric's cloud-based data and computing facilities. Thank you to you all. I look forward to our next encounter on a window on science.